0: What was my intro again? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori DeSimone. I'm your host, Tori Simone, And it's been weeks. Not since you guys have heard me, but since I've talked to you. It's been weeks. How the heck are you? Are you guys doing good? How was your Christmas? How was your New Year's? What'd you do? I hope everyone's healthy. I know so many people. That are sick right now, whether it's with, um, you know, the flu or the big C, as I like to call it. <laughs> I just hope you guys are all staying very healthy out there. I've been like staying in my apartment, just totally chilling, and I love staying in my apartment. I'm recording this on a snowy Friday morning early in the morning. It's 714 in the morning as I record this. So excuse if I have some morning voice. I feel like I'm doing pretty okay because I took a shower and like talked in the shower. (laughs) I talked in the shower because do you guys talk to yourself all day? Because I do. I will talk to myself all day long. Well, some days I will talk to myself all day long, some days. And then there are other days where I work from home all day and I don't talk to anyone And then like five o'clock rolls around and I will go to spin class or someone will call me and I will talk. And it's like 5 p.m. and I realize like those are the first words I spoke all day. Crazy, right? Um, So I feel like I'm doing pretty good in the morning boys today. But other yeah, I talk to myself a lot too. Anyway, I have so much to catch you guys up on. So um, let's go back to Christmas. My Christmas was awesome. It was so great. Um, on Christmas day, I just stayed at my parents and it was just me my mom and my dad. And it was just like amazing. My sister stayed out in Idaho. Oh, it's snowing again. So cute. It was supposed to snow here last Monday, like a week ago. No snow ever showed up. So when they said snow was happening again, I was hesitant to believe it, but it actually did snow, but not a ton. I think there's like two inches of snow um so yeah anyway Christmas is great um I genuinely love seeing what people got for Christmas I don't like showing what I got for Christmas just because I don't want it to be like showy and like look what I got for Christmas but like I don't know I feel like the the world is like different when it comes to Christmas hauls than it was like four years ago Uh, because Christmas hauls were like the thing and I don't see anyone posting them anymore. So I kind of think maybe everyone just like outgrew that phase of life, which I'm sad about because I love watching what people got for Christmas. Like I text all my friends and I'm like, what'd you guys get? And, um, I post on Instagram, like show me what you got for Christmas. I just love seeing it. Um, but yeah, I had a great Christmas. What, one of the things that I did get that I'm obsessed with, um, I got Philips Hue lights for the apartment. So I got like the TV strip light, um, but I can't like sync it up to movies and stuff yet because the box that it needs to do that with is like sold out everywhere. You know how supply chain is these days. So sold out everywhere. So I don't have that, but like this strip like still works like actual lights. And then I put lights like in my living room, kitchen, bedroom, I'm so obsessed with these Philips Hue lights. They're the coolest thing ever. I didn't know I needed them until I had them. And now I'm like, how did I ever live without them? They're so cool. The setting I have them on right now is Ocean Dawn because it's like beautiful in the morning. Um, It works really well this morning on like a snowy day because outside it's like very blue and purple. So in my apartment, I have it very blue and purple. It's just really cool. Um, you can also have it emulate sunlight. So I like when it starts to become golden hour outside, my lights become golden hour in my apartment. When I come home, my lights will automatically turn on when I'm near. There's like a relaxed setting, which I love having my apartment set to. There's a read setting, which I'll use in like my living room, but not my kitchen, TV, and bedroom. Um what I love to do is turn off all my lights, but have my TV glow like a very dimmed, vibrant red at nighttime. It's the coolest thing. I'm just obsessed with Philips Hue lighting, not sponsored, but it's so cool. Um, It was a very cool Christmas present. They are a little pricey, um, but for what they can do, it is freaking cool. So maybe... If you're looking to invest in light bulbs, totally go for it. But if not, you can do what I did and just wait for Christmas or a birthday and be like, yeah, this would be awesome. Valentine's Day is coming up. If you and your partner live together, I think that would be like a cool gift to do together for like your house or apartment or bedroom or whatever. It would be really cool. Anyway, I'm obsessed with the lights and I think they're so cool. Um, but yeah, that was Christmas. Christmas was awesome. New Year's was great. We just spent it with some friends down at the beach. And that's like the best. Spending New Year's at the beach is the ultimate move, and it's just so relaxing and so amazing. And now we're here in 2022. And, I'll be honest, I have not had the best week in 2022. Um, I really haven't and it's a lot of internal reasons. Um and that's why I wanted to talk today about how to turn around a bad day because every day I've woken up what's the saying fresh-faced and bushy-tailed, fresh eye and bushy-tailed. I've woken up every day this week with you know, great opportunities, a great attitude. And then throughout the course of the day, something will like kind of get me in a bad mood. And no one ever likes being in a bad mood. But yesterday, I typically record on Thursdays, but I couldn't record yesterday because I was kind of just in a bad mood. So I eventually got out of it. But then by the time I was like out of the mood, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. But I posted on Instagram asking you guys how you turn around bad days. You guys sent in so many suggestions. So in a little bit, I'll get into bad days, what I personally do to get out of them, reminding you guys that it's totally normal. Every single person in the world gets in bad moods from time to time. And I think it's so easy to be like thrown off when you hear podcasters, influencers, YouTubers, TikTokers, whatever, talk about real human struggles because we tend to forget that like, they experience the same things that we do, but we're people too. And we all go through bad moods. And I feel like the thing to do is not talk about it because people want to listen to content to make them happy. But you know what? Sometimes misery loves company, baby. And sometimes you just got to say it how it is. I'm in a great mood this morning, but yesterday I was in a bad mood from like noon to like three. (laughs) So yeah, it happens, but you can totally turn it around and we'll get to that in a second. Sorry. You know how I just like sniffed just like that. Normally I would have paused and like sniffed and then came back on. Um, but I didn't for some reason. So I really apologize. I was probably gross. Um, but you guys know how much I love my life updates and I haven't talked to you guys in so long. So I have a couple things I want to talk to you guys about. The first thing is that I bought a Kindle paper, what is it, paperweight? Paperwhite? Kindle paperwhite? Or is it paperweight? I get really confused. Let me look it up. Kindle, it would help if I could spell Kindle paperwhite. Okay, I got the Kindle paperwhite 2021 edition. I ordered it, let's see, when was New Year's? I ordered it on Wednesday night. I guess like 10 days ago at this point, Wednesday night at like 9 p.m. And I got it Thursday morning at 8 a.m. I don't know who was working overtime to get me my Kindle, but it's very appreciated. Um, It was crazy. Like when you think about it, like I got it before any stores would have opened. I don't even think Kindles are sold in stores because aren't they just like an Amazon item? I don't know. Um, But it was crazy. I was almost scared. (laughs) I was like, how is this possible? Um, Aren't there like rumors going around that like Amazon's going to deliver by drone? If I didn't know any better, I had like a drone drop my package off to me. Um, But yeah, so crazy how fast it came. But the reason I got a Kindle is because I really fell out of reading in 2021 and I look back at like the beginning of 2020 and the end of 2019, that's when I feel like I was like most on my game. And I feel like a lot of people think that but, about themselves, but like I was on my shit then, you know what I mean? And a big reason why was because I was reading a lot. So I had a couple of books here that I just wasn't reading. So on Tuesday, before I ordered my Kindle, I picked them up, started reading them. And I was like, you know what? I'm not having a good time reading these books because I'm tracking my progress as I read like every time I turn the page I'm like wow I have like so much more to read like I was just like comparing where I was at in the book every time I was reading and I didn't want to do that so I literally googled should I get a kindle and it said yes so I was like you know what I probably should so I got a kindle and you guys know Kenzie Elizabeth um I love you so much podcast and just Kenzie she's super cool She loves her Kindle and she's like, it helps me read so much and it makes me read so much much more. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I ordered it, got it literally 11 hours later. Scary. And I so far can say that I've read a lot more on my Kindle. It's very small and it's very convenient. Um, What I really like about it is that I can take it with me anywhere and it's it's obviously much thinner than a book. It's much smaller than a book and I don't need to bring a light with me. I would always read with like a book light, but a Kindle screen is illuminate, illuminated so I can read wherever I can read in bed. I can read in the living room. I can read like um, in my car if I'm waiting for something. I can read. I read yesterday at the dentist office. Like I can just take it anywhere. It's very portable and also I can read outside with it. So when I'm at the beach this summer, which I decided I'm going to vlog a lot more at the beach this summer, I was thinking about that in the shower today, um, I can bring it outside with me on the beach and read very well, um, which an iPad you like can't really read outside on the beach, but like a Kindle you can. Um, so yeah, so far it's been great. Another thing that I really love about the Kindle um, logistically for reading is that I, I'm like such a side person, like I like to lay on my sides. When I read books and obviously like with a traditional book, it's best to like sit up or like lay on your back. But on a Kindle, you can turn on your side because you won't be like messing up like how you have to hold the book. So I really like that just because I get to be more comfortable reading. And yeah, I just I fly through books a lot faster, which was crazy because I read my dark Vanessa in like two days, which is very quick for me to read a book. The fastest I've ever read a book was Verity by Colleen Hoover because one, that book literally drew me in from the second it started and second, because I swear it was like size 24 font. Like it was just, it was a short book. Um, so I was able to read it in like less than, I think I read it in like 16 hours. Like I woke up one morning, started and finished it that night. Like it was a quick read. Um, but My Dark Vanessa was like a pretty long book, like small font, <laughs> a lot of pages. So I feel like I really breezed through that. Oh, I actually read two books. Shit, go me. I read My Dark Vanessa and The Last Mrs. Parish. I forgot about The Last Mrs. Parish. I finished it like two days ago. So yeah, I read two books since I got my Kindle, which is really fast for me. My goal for 2022 is to read 52 books, which is averaging one a week. So I am on track, baby. The Last Mrs. Parish was my first book of 2022 because I finished My Dark Vanessa. um, I finished that on New Year's Eve. So I guess that was obviously 2021. Um, So anyway, let's talk about those two books. I read My Dark Vanessa and The Last Mrs. Parish. My Dark Vanessa, definitely trigger warning for sexual assault and just like like um, pedophiles, I guess. Yeah, like straight off the bat, like look out for those things. Um trigger warning for that for sure in the book. So, I'm not really going to talk about much spoilers in either book, but I very much so enjoyed My Dark Vanessa because it was incredibly disturbing to read and I enjoyed reading that because it was incredibly disturbing and I feel like I'm never really exposed to that sort of content. So, reading about it was very interesting. Um, and disturbing, and you know, definitely hard to read at a lot of points in the book. And it's very, uh, it was it was very interesting. I would definitely recommend it. Um, I was enthralled with it. I thought it was a, a great book. When it ended, I I didn't love the ending. I would have loved to known a little bit more about Vanessa at the end of it. Um but that's okay. And yeah, I I leave the book with peace. I had great I had a great time reading it, so I would definitely recommend it. I think I put it on Goodreads at like a four point five or something, or a five. I don't know. I'm very like giving out with my five stars because I'm like this was great. I really enjoyed it. Five stars. But I know some people on TikTok are like I only rate these books five stars, and here they are. And then I read one of their five star books, and I'm like I don't I didn't love it that much. so I don't know. I'm like very giving with five stars. So I might have given it a five. My Goodreads, by the way, is I think it's literally just Tori D. Simone or Tori D. But I have no idea how to find people on Goodreads. So if you can find me, good luck. I wouldn't expect much from me. I don't like write reviews or anything. I just like I have like my read and my want to read. And that's it. It's just where you like keep track of books. It's also a really great spot to find new books to read. A lot of times people ask like, how do you find books to read? Goodreads is a really good spot because Like once you like a book, it will recommend books similar to that. Um, And also it'll say like what books are coming out, what books are trending, what books are hot on TikTok. Like Goodreads is very with it, which is very cool. I remember being on Goodreads when I was in like middle school and um, it's awesome that it's still around and thriving. So yeah, I loved My Dark Vanessa. I really, really enjoyed it. It's definitely a book that's not for everyone though. I will say that. Um, and then The Last Mrs. Parish, I really, really enjoyed. I think I did only give it three stars, though, on Goodreads, and that's because I found the beginning was very slow, and I'll tell you why. And I think a lot of people said that. I posted on my Instagram, which is at Tori Sterling underscore, when I finished my Last Mrs. Parish and I left like an open box for you guys to tell me if you read it and what you think. A lot of you guys said the same thing, so I'm glad that I wasn't alone on that. It Listen, it wasn't that the beginning was boring. But it took a very long time to under to get to the punchline of the book. And it was just frustrating. Like, you find, like, as soon as you start the book, like, this is not a spoiler. As soon as you start the book, you realize that there's this woman who probably isn't who she says she is. And she has some alternative motives to her life. It literally took until the character perspectives switched to even kind of understand the motive of the main character, Amber, um, which I found very slow moving and incredibly frustrating. What I liked about My Dark Vanessa, Verity, The Silent Patient, etc. was that immediately we could start to put together the pieces of the puzzle while keeping us guessing. And I think that's like the secret sauce to a great thriller book. And The Last Mrs. Parrish was just like, oh my God, like it would just say a clue and then go nowhere. And I just found it frustrating. Um, And then once I felt like we finally were starting to get somewhere in the book from Amber's perspective, it switched to Daphne's perspective and went back 10 years in time. And I was like, oh my God, I have to backtrack 10 years again, just to like get to the point of where I was just at in the book. It was frustrating. However, it was a great book. Um, the storyline was very good. I really enjoyed it, and it really changed my thinking on wealth um, and behind the doors of like a, a a perfect marriage and relationships and. It was very relatable, even though the book was about like extreme wealth, and I don't think that's relatable to most people reading the book. It was very relatable because we see relationships and couples like that. We see extreme wealth everywhere. We see it on Instagram. We see it on Real Housewives. We see it everywhere. And kind of seeing like into that world was very insightful for me. And I also really liked seeing relationships behind closed doors because, again, we see quote-unquote perfect relationships. On Instagram, TV, movies, you know, even in real life, like people just don't talk about their shit. And a lot of people like to walk around thinking that like their shit don't stink when they're in relationships, but like everyone has something. And that book was, it was vulnerable to the character of Daphne, which I appreciated. And I really liked the book a lot. Um, it was a good storyline, it was definitely a thriller. It was emotional, and it was really good. That was the second book that I've read from Reese's Book Club, and so far, two out of two. I've read Where the Crawdads Sing and The Last Mrs. Parrish from her book club, and i really liked it. The next book I think I'm going to read from her book club is um, The Paper Palace, and I'm excited to read that. I might read that next. Currently, I'm reading um, "Little Little Lies. What am I reading right now? I have no idea what I'm reading. My Kindle's in the other room, so I don't know. Um, that's the thing. Like I pick a book title. and am like, sure, I'll read this. And then I don't remember what it is because I never get to close my book. I just like put my Kindle to sleep. So I never get to like see the cover. So I totally forget what I'm reading. What am I reading? It's not Little Lies. Hidden Lies? Little Secrets by Jennifer Hiller? Hill? I don't know. Something like that. It's a woman named Marin. She has a son, Sebastian, and he's, he gets kidnapped. What is that book called? That's what I'm reading right now. That also was not a spoiler. It happens literally in the first 10 pages. Thank you very much. Okay, so I would recommend both books. Um, I loved them both. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. one of the things that i love about indeed is that i've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh we want to talk about. Let's talk about Housewives. So I signed into my parents' Bravo account because they still have cable. I do not. I canceled cable. So I've been a Hulu slash Peacock girl when it comes to watching Housewives and getting my fix. Now, I really wanted to watch these series in real time because I felt like I was just missing so much. So I signed in my parents' Bravo account. Thank you so much, parents. So now I'm caught up on Salt Lake City and Orange County. I started watching Orange County this year, like from whatever what is this, season 16? I started literally today on or not today, but like I started this week, season 16. Okay, let's start with Salt Lake City. I think Salt Lake City is absolutely carrying the Housewives franchise on their back. Okay. I was very into Beverly Hills before Salt Lake City. Once I was introduced to Salt Lake City, I could not have been more obsessed. I adore Salt Lake City. I love the whole cast. I love the whole cast. Last season, season one, I did not like Whitney. I'm obsessed with Whitney. I can't believe I did not like her. Love Whitney. Heather, I think is the best housewife to ever hit housewives ever. She is just like the coolest, obsessed with Heather. The storyline that's going on right now in Salt Lake City is dramatic and it's like real world dramatic. Jen was arrested. Mary's being accused of leading a cult. Like it is dramatic, but I am obsessed with Salt Lake City. I think they are truly the best franchise. I think that when Housewives of Miami comes out, Miami is going to give Salt Lake a run for their money. I think Miami is going to be an insane franchise it is going to be amazing spectacular and I cannot wait I think Miami is going to be the best that we've ever seen it's going to be like spicy dramatic um isn't Larsa Pippin in it I mean that in alone is carrying itself on its back okay I'm excited for the wealth that I'm going to see on Housewives of Miami I'm so excited it's going to be a version of life that I've never seen and I'm thrilled about that. And I think that's a huge reason why I'm so into Salt Lake City because it's it's very like religious and it's a way of life that I don't know much about. And I think Miami is going to show like a, a totally different way of life that I don't know anything about. Here's a thing that like, um, that ocean, Orange County, Beverly Hills, um, not Atlanta or Potomac, but what, where else am I missing? New York. Those three have in common is that their whole thing is that they're just wealthy, you know? Like sure. There's like New York, Orange County, Beverly Hills, but those are very like cookie cutter places. You know what I mean? Like there's no real like culture behind them. Okay. They're very just like they're wealthy and that's like their thing. But Potomac, Atlanta, Miami, Salt, and Salt Lake City have like culture behind them. And they all vary for different reasons of like the culture behind them. But it's very cool to see that culture in like a very wealthy setting. It's very cool. So I really enjoy Salt Lake City, especially right now. I'm really, really into it. And I'm very excited to see um, Miami. When I was super sick over Thanksgiving, I was watching Potomac and, you know, I liked it, but I couldn't really get into it. So I think I'm just going to start Potomac on season four because like Nicki Minaj is involved. How? I want to know. So I'm going to start season four of Potomac. I didn't love season one, so I'm going to skip over it and just go right to season four. Let's talk about Orange County because I've never really watched Orange County, but like I knew the girls. I knew the stars. I knew Vicky. I know Tamara. Tamara? Yeah. I know Tori, like clearly. Tamara, I think her name was. Like, I was very familiar with seeing the faces of the girls and like I understood like the whole little like drama that was going on. Like, I got it. They probably went to dinner and screamed at each other. Like, I get what's going on. Um, but this season, uh, it was on YouTube. It was like full episode, and I was like, I'll watch it. What do we what do we think? I don't have Twitter, so I can't like tweet or like search on Twitter. Like what do people think? But if I did have Twitter, I would search what people think of Heather. I I, Okay. I just feel like everyone surrenders to Heather. What Heather says goes. And I'm not just talking the cast. Like I'm talking like the crew. Like did, did the Dubros like buy the franchise or something obviously that's not probably not the case but to me heather cannot be painted in a bad light and neither can terry and i think it's because they're very rich very powerful they have a lot of tv shows like they have botched and like i was on terry's instagram the other day and like they were looking to cast like another show that he's an executive producer in for like dating or something i don't know Maybe, maybe I saw that wrong. I don't know. But clearly they're very like powerful, wealthy people. But in the first or second episode, when Heather threw her Nobu party, that was $30,000 and she made sure we all knew how much it cost. She got into a tiff with some of the girls and not only did these girls beg for her forgiveness, like they were... Talk. It looked like Heather was a mother scolding children, and they were just like, Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, blah, blah, blah. Like, very, it was like they were under a spell of her. And as soon as this, like, rumor came out that was not good for Terry Dubrow, all like, clearly, you saw that Heather was like upset with the cast, and then all of a sudden, her and Terry come downstairs and like, it's almost like Heather and her producer went to her room, talked and said, this is bad. I'm going to leave the show unless it's fixed. This is how we're going to fix it. Terry's going to say this. I'm going to say this. Sh- the woman that this is about is going to say this and blah, 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 all these things. And that's what's going to happen. And it seems like the cast was like, yep, absolutely. Because we want to keep you on the show. If Lisa Renna was in shit on Beverly Hills, like, they emphasized on it. If Lisa Vanderpump was in shit on Beverly Hills, they emphasized on it. No one on any other franchise has ever been treated this way. Truly, I honestly feel like Heather Dubrow is like running the show. It's very interesting and not fun to watch because there is such a power dynamic that is blaringly obvious that it it's like, it's hard to watch. Like it really is. I'm not saying I don't like Heather because that's not what I'm saying. I, I think that she has this superiority complex that has been granted to her by the show. So obviously when your cast and your producers think that you walk on water, you're probably going to carry yourself a certain way. So I don't necessarily blame her for how she's coming across in the show, but I think she's been giving, given very special treatment and it's showing on camera. Very curious to hear what you guys think. Again, I'm not really bashing her at all. It's just a strange power dynamic that I'm seeing. I'm caught up. Um, so I'm curious to see how the season is going to continue. We'll, we'll keep talking about this. We'll definitely keep talking about this. Okay, clearly I've talked a lot about books and um, housewives. The only other thing that I will talk about is that I finished Dope Sick. Wow. Dopesick was a crazy eye-opening show. Um I would definitely recommend to watch Dopesick. It was absolutely wild. It's about Purdue Pharma and the um Saxton family cuz they own Purdue Pharma and it's about OxyContin, which was crazy to watch because I feel like there are so many parallels in what's happening like now, um, which is crazy to like to hear like behind closed doors again, like very interesting. And it's crazy because I, myself, when I had my wisdom teeth taken out in 11th grade of high school, I got Oxycontin. And then after watching the show, I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe I was prescribed Oxycontin. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. So I would definitely recommend to watch the show. Um, where is it? I think it's on HBO or Peacock. I can't remember, but it's a great show. I really, really enjoyed it. It's very eye-opening to just a lot of things. Like seriously, it has me questioning everything. I'm like, should I get off my birth control? Like, like it has me questioning so many things. Um, but I'm not going like crazy about it. But it was a great show, and I really, really liked it. I definitely recommend it. Um, I think another show that I'm going to try and start is Yellowstone. Well, here's the thing. I did try and start it like the day after my marathon, half marathon, and I couldn't really get into it, but everyone is saying like, oh my God, it's so good. So I'm going to try it again. I'm going to restart it and try it again and like really give it like a good shot here. And I think I will really like it. Okay. I've talked to you guys way too much and I can already see the Instagrams. Oh, skip to time 3122 if you want to skip her life updates. Thanks, guys. Okay, so let's get into how to turn around a bad day. Okay. First of all, like I was saying towards the beginning of the episode, bad days happen. Like they just do. And it's human nature. It's totally normal. And like I said, a lot of people just don't expect like quote unquote influencers to talk about bad days because quote unquote influencers aren't always human. I mean, they are, but like, sometimes it, we forget that like they're human. You know what I mean? And We think like, oh, they're here just to bring positivity to my life or to bring value to my life. But like we're people too. And we experience the exact same things that you guys do. There's no difference. Um, and this is also not me calling myself an influencer because you guys know I don't really like that term. Um, I lost my train of thought. I had something else I was going to say, but I totally forget. Anyway, yeah, bad days happen, and they they don't exclude anyone. They do not discriminate against anyone, no matter, you know, how happy you might be, how rich, how poor, how um well slept, how deserving. D- they don't discriminate. Bad days happen to everybody. And like I also said, the beginning of the year hasn't really gone necessarily how I wanted it to, just because it seems like every day of this week, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, there's been a curveball to some extent sort of just thrown at me. Um, And I obviously don't want to be in a bad mood all day, every day. So these are the methods that I've been using not only this week, but I feel like the majority of my life to turn around a bad day. And I wanted to get your um, feedback suggestions and what you guys also do as well. So here's what I actually do that actually help a bad day. Number one is workout. And working out is probably the hardest thing to do when I'm in a bad mood because I love to just sit on the couch and scroll on Instagram or watch YouTube videos and feel sorry for myself and be like, what was me? The world is out to get me. This sucks. I absolutely hate today. I just want to go back to bed and wake up and pretend like tomorrow didn't happen. And I want to have no responsibilities for the day. And I want to just totally erase today and move on to tomorrow. So easy to want to do that. Of course, we want to do that. That's the easy thing to do in a bad day is to surrender to it and not turn the day around. And that's why working out is like so hard to do because it requires you to actually like do work. But every time I do a workout, I always feel better afterwards. Always. My bad mood is instantly gone. Instantly. I never leave a workout still being in a bad mood. I will always feel better. Always um and it will typically reset my day for me so like after a bad mood after a bad mood and then when i'm done my workout i will be able to think more clearly again i will be able to be reactive in a positive way i'll be able to be productive in a positive way i will just be like back to myself again after a workout it totally resets me and it doesn't have to be anything like vigorous. Sometimes when I'm like in an angry bad mood, I want to like run or aggressively spin to like loud songs or lift weights. Like I, they, the workouts will vary, but like my mood will tell me like what I want to do for a workout. Um, but other times it's like maybe I just want to go for a walk or I want to do Pilates or I want to... Um, just do something like gentle, like yoga or something like small and gentle like that. So any sort of movement, any sort of workout, but working out is the number one thing that actually helps me turn around a bad day. The second thing is taking deep breaths and meditating. The Calm app has a lot of Um, mood boosting breathing exercises. And I really like to turn one of those on and just breathe. It's 10 minutes and I always feel a little bit better after I do that. And when I'm in a bad mood, it's so easy to just forget to breathe. And breath is so powerful. So I definitely like to breathe. That actually really helps me. It doesn't erase a bad mood, but it acts as a catalyst to turn my day around, which I find important. Number three is talking to a friend slash my mom. My mom is typically my first person that I will call with anything. If I just want to chat, if I'm celebrating, if I'm having a bad day, like whatever, like my mom is literally always my number one call. And when I'm having a bad day, my mom is awesome to talk to because we have two points of our phone calls. The first point of our phone call is I will bitch to her and she will match my energy and bitch right back. And it feels so good. When someone is matching your energy, you know, like when you're pissed off, like my mom will get pissed off, you know? She will feel my pain. She will get pissed with me and she will get heated. And I love it. We will then, we will like bitch to one another, and it is so great. It is so great to have someone like that that will match your energy and be pissed right along with you. It is so great. But then like once we both like calm down and we like get it all out there, then we're like, all right, like we feel so much better. And like even if it's something that like has nothing to do with my mom, she will still get pissed with me and like, I love it. I love it. It just feels so good to have someone to like bitch with. You know what I mean? It feels so good sometimes. But then after we're done bitching, um, we'll like talk it through, <laughs> you know? And we'll just be like, we're not like fighting by the way. Like I mean like we're bitching like, with one another, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, then we'll like kind of like come up with a solution and like, then we'll like talk it out and we'll just, we'll feel a lot better afterwards. And then we'll be like, all right, like, all right, let's fix this. Let's do X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. And then after the phone call, I always feel way better. And then my mom will typically check in with me like later that day or the next day and be like, Hey, how are you feeling? How is this being worked out? Or has this come to a resolution or, um, Or whatever so that always just feels really good talking to a friend also really really helps because I think friends approach it differently than like my mom and I would for example like when I yesterday was having like a bad day from like what I say, like noon to three I was like in a bad mood um I called Katie and I was like can you come over dude and she was like yeah I'll be right over so she came over and I was like just having a day. And I was I explained everything to her and it just felt good to like say what was all in my mind and just like get it all out there to someone that's totally unbiased and has no benefit or gain if I'm having a bad day. Um, or if I'm having a great day. Like it just doesn't affect them. So it's nice to hear. Just like unbiased opinions, advice, just nice to vent. And then it just turns into friendship time. And then sometimes that's all you need is to just hang out with a friend and like get out of your head and like get out of your bad day by just reminding yourself like what's really important is like hanging out with friends and like being with people that I love and like whatever is putting me in a bad mood right now um, can wait, you know, because like I'm happy talking to friends and like I love being with friends. So it was just really awesome to um, have friends to talk to. And be with like it was just awesome to like be physically with a friend rather than just like calling them or FaceTiming them, which obviously you can't always like be physically with a friend, but FaceTime I'd say was like the next best thing. So that would have been awesome too. But talking to a friend or talking to my mom always helps me kind of turn around a bad day. The fourth thing is to read. Reading books helps me get out of my head. So much, And I typically find that when I'm having a bad day, it's because I'm way too in my head. I'm spiraling about something going on in my mind. Whether whatever I'm spiraling about was bad or not, I make it worse by being in my own in my own mind. And reading is a really great way of getting me out of my mind. The other day, I was doing a meditation on the Calm app, and there was a quote in there that I loved. The whole meditation was based around like reducing anxiety, but the quote I think goes along well with having a bad day and how to turn it around. Um, and it says, by go- by going out of your mind, you come to your senses. By going out of your mind, you come to your senses. And again, like this is anxiety focused, but I find that when I am having a bad day, I'm just in my head way too much. So by going out of my mind, I come to my senses and I typically like to read light a candle, just do something that will get me out of my mind, which is also why I like working out really helps a lot. But reading is awesome because I just get to be enthralled with a story, a character, a book, and it's really hard to think about anything else when you're reading. So I adore reading. The fifth thing that I like doing is working through it. Um, the bad days tend to have a cause or a trigger or something that made this bad day happen. So I find that I can um, detect the core root of the problem and work through it. Now, sometimes like if you just wake up on the wrong side of the bed, like typically that happens, but there's most likely a reason why you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Um, For me, if I'm really tired and I didn't get enough sleep, I will kind of be grouchy. That's me waking up on the wrong side of the bed. So I will find time to take a nap or rest at some point during the day so I can kind of turn my day around. Um, maybe first thing when I woke up, I saw something on my phone that I didn't like. Maybe it was like a text that I didn't like or something that I saw on Instagram that kind of just triggered me, put me in a bad mood. I can work through that. I can talk through how I feel. Um, if it was like a text that I didn't like, I can talk about it with that person. Um, if it was an email that I saw come through that was like stressing me out, I could respond to it, um, work through it, speak my mind. If it was something I saw on Instagram, I could like mute the person or decide to like not go on Instagram for the day. Um, If it was like a phone call that I got that really put me in a bad mood, I could communicate either to that person or to a third party how that phone call made me feel and why I'm feeling that way. I feel like there's always a root cause when it comes to being in a bad mood or having a bad day. And I feel like it can always be worked through. Um, And you can always kind of just talk through why you're feeling a certain way. So I find working through And talking through my bad days really, really helps. And the last thing that I like to do to turn around a bad day is take a shower. Oh my God. Taking a shower when you're in a bad mood is like euphoric, especially when I wash my hair. If I'm having a bad day and I wash my hair, it's pretty much like a reset. You know, like as soon as I get out of the shower, I'm a brand new bitch. I am untouchable. I I just wash my hair. I washed off the bad day. I washed off the bad mood. And I get to like talk to myself in the shower. I get to have my own TED talk in the shower. I get to re- I get to bitch at people in the shower. I get to get my inner thoughts out in the shower. I get to work through problems in the shower. I get to turn off all my lights and put on just like my salt rock lamp in the shower. I literally get to have my own therapy sessions in the shower. Showers are amazing when you're in a bad mood. It just truly resets everything and you get to come out fresh clean, level-headed, clear-minded, oh my God, showers. Honestly, should probably be number one on the list, but they are so key, so important, and the biggest way to turn around a bad day. Those are my six tips. Let me get into Instagram and read what your guys' tips are for how to turn around a bad day. Okay, here we go. I'm going to keep all these anonymous. Um, Some were funny um, some I don't know if they're like serious or not, but I feel like I should just read pretty much all of them. Um, I got a lot of repeats, so I'm pretty much only gonna read all the repeats like once. But um, yeah, here we go. Listening to my favorite music, meditating, and talking to friends slash a boyfriend. Totally agree. Talking to like a boyfriend partner definitely hits the spot when you're having a bad day. I feel like they can like totally reset you, bring you back to being level headed. It's like the best. Gratitude journaling, breathing, singing, and dancing. I love that. Um, Listening to Passion Fruit by Drake. Back to back for good measure. Okay, totally get that because listening to music that's like safe to you is so calming. So calming. And listening to music is a great tactic because you truly can feel like the pain of others through music. And it can help you. Like like I said, misery loves company. And sometimes if you don't have anyone to like talk to, you can go listen to an artist that maybe has gone through something similar or is just like going through it on a song. It just feels good to like be heard and be validated. Um, it says get drunk. I don't know if that's like a joke or not, but I guess it totally helps some people get through a bad day. Would probably not recommend that to everyone, but if it helps, do you. Um, Talk to a good friend. Absolutely love that. Um, A little eyeliner and self-love. I love that. Do your thing, girl. Um, Ride with a sassy playlist. Love that. I remember there was one day. Let me actually find it. I was having like a really bad day. It was a Monday and I love Mondays, but I was just like in the worst mood and I had to teach that night and I was like, I have to turn my mood around because I have to teach to people. It was October 11th of 2021. It was at 5 p.m. And I said, remember who the F you are. That was like my whole playlist. And I made it just like this whole like F everyone else mentality, like you're the fucking best. And it was like one of my favorite playlists ever. It's like a lot of Drake, Lil Wayne, it's trophies, Mega Man, Forever, Big Rings, J. Cole's in it. Um, It's just very like you're the shit. And that's like some of the best way to like if you're in the spin world, it's like literally one of the best ways ever. Um, calling my mom slash dad slash sister slash grandmother just to talk or hear about their own day. I love that. Hearing, like genuinely getting interested in someone else's day and someone else's life is a great way to get you um, to disconnect from your own and get out of your own mind. I love that. Venting to your most trusted friends and family, screaming your favorite song and crying. Crying is so underrated. Crying helps so much. Crying is honestly just a release of emotions. And like yesterday when I was like kind of in a bad mood, like I whimpered a little bit (laughs) and I didn't like cry, but I definitely whimpered and I had a tear shed and it just felt good. Crying for me um, tends to be like just a release of emotions and it feels really, really good. Take a nap to reset. Totally feel that. Helps so much. Meditate, get comfort food, take a warm shower, take a nap. Totally, totally, Totally. Just letting everything be a learning experience and knowing that tomorrow is a new day. I love that. I feel like it's much easier said than done when you're in a bad mood. I feel like it's very easy to like, uh, be angry and be like, nothing's going to work out. But like in hindsight, it's always 2020. So definitely understanding that like everything is a learning experience. I really love that blast. I don't give a fuck type of music. Yes to that. Um, just stop and ask yourself what you can do to make someone else's day, get happiness and making others smile. Absolutely love that. You know, maybe you're going to treat yourself to Starbucks, um, in the middle of your bad day to hopefully turn your day around, pay for the person behind you. Um, like we said earlier, call someone else, ask about their own day, definitely making others smile. I think is a great way to, um, resurrect a bad day and kind of change it. Shower and put on a new clean outfit, help it Helps it feel like a restart. Absolutely, absolutely love the full shower. Call someone funny. Dude, laughter is purely the medicine. Um, Going to the beach, yes. Watching the sunset, yes. Bonus points if you're watching the sunset at the beach. You can't be in a bad mood when you do that. You seriously can't. Seek people who make me laugh slash slash smile. Going out to grab a coffee. Watching vlogs. Watching a comfort YouTuber is Therapy. You can't tell me otherwise. Who are your comfort YouTubers? Mine right now are the McDonald's, specifically Maggie McDonald. She's like my biggest comfort YouTuber right now. Meditate, listening to your podcast. Thank you. That really that really does mean a lot. Like I really do enjoy being a comfort podcast for people when they're having a bad day. Spending time outside. Yes, even just a 10 minute drive makes me feel so much better. Totally agree to this. A drive is so therapeutic. Putting on a podcast, music, or nothing Windows down, windows up, whatever. Dude, a drive is everything. I love drives. I remember during quarantine, I would just go out and drive because it got me out of my house and I couldn't go anywhere, but it would just get me out of my house. I could listen to a podcast. It was amazing. Turn on happy music, color, meditate, take the dog on a walk. Yes, dogs. I don't have dogs, so I always forget this one, but dogs are like the best. So therapeutic for people. And dogs are never in a bad mood, they're always happy they're always happy. Bonus points. If you go for a drive to get like a cup of coffee and on your drive, you're talking to someone that made you feel happy. You come home and your dog's happy to see you. You can't be in a bad day after that. Stop and write things that I'm thankful for in my reminder slash notes app. I love that. Gratitude will always trump being sad. I think so anyway. (laughs) Crying if I need to cry. I always feel better after validating my feelings. 100%. If I'm having a bad day, I always love going on a drive and listening to my favorite music. Hot girl walks, putting on a podcast and going for a 15 to 20-minute walk. Showers, blasting music, taking time to cook yourself your favorite meal. Yes to that. Cooking is amazing. If I'm like really stressed out, I can't cook because I get more stressed out like trying to follow a recipe and cook. But if I'm like having a bad day, but I'm not stressed out, I can totally cook a killer meal and it makes me feel so much better because then what comes with that killer meal is I get to sit on the couch, put on a movie, watch. Oh my God. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, This says maybe TMI, but self-pleasure or sex helps. Totally agree. Definitely gets you out of your head. That's for sure. Um, bake my favorite dessert. Buy myself flowers. I love that. I love that. Going on a drive with the music, blasting and windows down, 100%. Cleaning my house always makes me feel way more organized and happy. Totally agree. Cleaning is one of my favorite things to do when I'm in a bad mood. And it's so therapeutic. It really just – it's like the equivalent of like a shower but for your house. It just makes everything feel so much better. Compartmentalize. Bad day at the office, stays at the office, and does not come home. I love that. Crying and letting it out. Go be alone, sit with nature, cuddle with my dog, cry, gratitude, music. Buy myself flowers. Cleaning, cleaning, uh, clearing my space helps me clear my head. A long walk through Target. Yes, I went to Target last night. It was so fun. Um, going for walks runs, reading my book, eating my favorite food. Comfort food is so fun. Um, cleaning, drinking coffee, making myself cute. Totally, yes. When I would like to do my hair and makeup on bad days, I would typically feel so much better. Baking my favorite treat or calling a loved one. Um, let's see. I feel like a lot of you guys are all saying the same thing, which I adore because I feel like that means we're just so connected. and We like all have a lot of things in common when it comes to getting through a bad day. And if a lot of people say it, it must help. So I love that. Oh, this is a really good one that I've done a couple of times that really help literally start the day over, wash my face, brush my teeth, get a cup of coffee and journal. Yes. Like literally, do a mini morning routine, no matter if it's like 7 p.m. Like if you're having a bad day and it's 7 p.m., like literally restart your day. Like you're allowed to. I love that. Reading the Bible, putting on my favorite jam song and singing at the top of my lungs. Perspective is key. I love that. Getting perspective. Adore, adore, adore that. Going outside. Nature is truly the best medicine. Definitely agree, especially if it's a long walk on the beach. Oh my God. You can't be sad about that. Chug water. Huge, huge, huge. Do something nice for someone else or compliment somebody. I love that. Let's see. What else do we do? Do at least five acts of kindness towards yourself. That's so cute. Turn off your phone. Yeah, definitely turn off your phone. I was talking to that yesterday about Katie, how I was like, honestly, the phone is like such a huge root of stress in my life because it's not natural to be available to people 24 seven. And the fact that like, We not only feel obligated to be available 24-7 on our phones, but that we then expect other people to constantly answer us immediately is not the way of life and it's not like a fulfilling way of life. And I would love to just turn my phone off at all times, but then I would have like this insane anxiety of like feeling like I'm like really missing out on a lot of things. Like it's literally 8 a.m. And my phone's all do not disturb and I have anxiety about that. Like it's 8 a.m. Girl, who needs me right now? No one. But in my mind, we're like programmed to constantly be available to everyone 24-7 So listen, if you can turn off your phone, more power to you. I would love to turn off my phone for eternity. Girls night, long drive, spa night, movie night. Love that. Heart to heart with my mom, a hot bath. Yes, I don't have a bath anymore. I only have a shower, so I can't do baths. But yes, my equivalent to a bath these days is like a sauna. Let's see. Watch my favorite show. Distance myself from social media. Yes to that. Social media is so demanding of our time and it's so toxic at times. Let's see. I just want to say what I'm missing that I have not said yet. Light a candle. I love that. Sleep. Totally. Inhale positivity. Exhale the bullshit. Absolutely, girl. I count eight things I'm grateful for. This is scientifically proven to boost your mood. I love that. Take dogs for a walk. Go outside and put your phone on. Do not disturb. Make a yummy drink. Vacuum your room. Dude, vacuuming is so therapeutic. With my toddler, we are told to redirect it. It works for me as an adult. Redirect the energy that isn't working and go elsewhere with it. I love that. Yoga. Accept it. Oh, this is a good one. Accept it. Don't feel bad for having a bad day. Everyone has them and it's okay. Be kind to you. I love that. Sometimes it is nice to just accept that you're having a bad day, realize that it won't last forever and work through it. I love that. Movement. Blasting bad bitch music. Totally, 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 totally. Call someone you don't see every day. I think we've pretty much hit all of them. Reframing rant in a journal journaling is so helpful literally ranting in a journal is so safe because you can literally write anything anything it feels good to bitch in a journal guys I think I hit every single I didn't read everyone's um but I'm pretty sure everyone said something that I've already mentioned before so I love that and I think that means we're done Guys, thank you so much for tuning in on today's episode. Definitely a longer episode, which I love longer episodes. So I hope you guys all have an amazing rest of your day. Be sure to write down how you guys get over a bad day. Tag me in your stories listening to the episode. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Have a wonderful Monday. You deserve the best day of your life. And I hope you get that. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys.